This is the Biz News Podcast, one-on-one conversations with experts in business and personal development. With more than one out of every four homeless people in the nation calling the streets and underpasses in California their home, the state may at last be on to a multi-pronged solution. The California Homeless Coordinating and Financing Council has adopted an action plan that it believes will prevent and even end homelessness in the state. Its Deputy Secretary for Homelessness, Ali Sutton, says the scope of the problem is huge, but the action plan will address it in this exclusive Biz News podcast. Let's start uh, by telling our folks who are watching and listening a little bit about yourself. Who are you and what it is that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Allie Sutton. I am our the state's deputy secretary for homelessness. So I oversee our Homeless Coordinating and Financing Council at the, the state of California. How on earth did you get that task? It's, it sounds monumental. It is monumental, um, but I think we're, we're doing some really good work. Um, I've been working in homelessness policy for over a decade and spent about four, the last four years in state government. Um, and so we've been growing our team at the Homeless Coordinating and Financing Council here for the last year or so. It's been a, it's been a busy time. <laughs> well, now you have an action plan. And uh, for the cynical, they're going to say, well, that just means it's going to be on a more accessible shelf somewhere in the statehouse. What, what is this action plan to uh, end homelessness? And tell us why you think it's going to work. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I appreciate the, the cynics. Um, we definitely were really mindful, actually, of, of having this not just be sort of a strategic plan that would sit up on a shelf somewhere um, as we started the development of, of the action plan a little over six months ago. Um, so for those of you that are, are in the weeds and, and want to see the, the details of it, it is about an 80-page document that's on our, our website. Um, and we'll just point out that there are some very intentional, clear timelines and performance metrics set to some of the work we are intending to do with that exact um, plan in mind. We do not want this to be something that sits on a shelf. We will be going back at our council meetings over the next two years. It is a two-year action plan, um, sort of tracking to how we're doing around performance, how we're doing to the activities and objectives that we committed to in the plan, um, and really intending to, to keep the work moving. Before we get into uh, some of the specifics of the plan, what uh, what carrot or stick do you guys have to make sure these things get carried out? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that there's a lot of this work that is happening and a lot of interest in ensuring that it's better coordinated. And so we haven't to date really needed much of a stick. Um, we are intentionally trying to coordinate the state's work. I think there is a lot of desire for that. We have seen some really valuable um, partnership due to the pandemic, to be honest. I think in, in times of crisis, coming together and really seeing how state government agencies can work together um, has been one of the few silver linings of the last year. And so I think there's actually a lot of desire at the state level to do this kind of work. Um, and we are just really grateful to be stepping into the role to help coordinate some of the work that's already been, been done to make sure that we're doing it as, as effectively and efficiently as, as we can. Now, it is 78 pages, uh, maybe 79 or even 80. I, I can't remember when it, uh, the index ended. But tell our uh, listeners and viewers some of the highlights of this. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, government is not known known for being um, uh, short or, or concise, but I, but I will say that we did really try. There's an executive summary at the beginning for those that are interested in just having a few pages to really understand the work we're doing. I would just lay out a few of the really key pieces that I think I'm I'm most excited about. Um, you know, we really set this up into five different action areas, really thinking about the full range of homeless inter homelessness interventions that we need to be focusing on at the state level. So really starting with system strengthening, really with a strong lens towards racial equity. We know people of color are disproportionately represented in homelessness across the state. So having some really clear systems level work we don't know we need to focus on as our first action area. The second action area being around, you know, we have 70% of our homeless population is actually unsheltered currently. So having a real clear unsheltered population outreach strategy is the second action area. Thinking a little bit about our shelter um, efforts to date and, and how to improve and strengthen and expand those is, is the third action area. Fourth being what we all know is really important around permanent housing, right? The only solution to homelessness is, is a home. Um, and so, the, and then fifth being prevention, we're really mindful given some of the economic um, implications of the last year, we need to keep a really clear eye on, on homelessness prevention um, as well. So there's sort of these five action areas, quite a few key principles that we're really holding ourselves to um, in the way we want to be doing our work, really focusing on folks with lived expertise of homelessness, thinking about some of these really critical pieces of the puzzle as we work on those five action areas. Um, so, so a lot of, a lot of really good meat in there, but we just sort of highlight those five action areas as, as our, the sort of the bones of the action plan. Causes of homeless are probably almost as numerous as the individuals who are suffering from it, but big chunks might be due to economic homeless, they've lost their job, etc. Another chunk might be due to uh, drugs or alcohol. Another might be due to uh, mental illness. How does this action plan address any of those big chunks? Yeah, so we're really proud of the fact at the state level that the state is, is what we call a housing first state. So really being under the mindset of and everyone that is currently homeless is ready to be housed tomorrow. There are no preconditions. There is nothing that is needed to get somebody into a home, a permanent home tomorrow. They don't need to do anything. There's no preconditions. So really trying to think about that as our first core component and then thinking about the other support systems that some, might need to wrap around someone. You're absolutely right. People are homeless for very different reasons across the state. And we talked to sort of the diversity of the experience of homelessness within the report, being really mindful that we need to be individualized in our approaches, that some folks might just need a little bit of, of job placement and job support and a little bit of rental assistance for a short period of time. Other folks might need permanent housing with a really intense suite of wraparound services to, to keep them stably housed. And so, you know, throughout the report, you hear us talking about housing first, and that's very much part of, of understanding where folks are at and, and meeting them where they are. When we were talking about this in the office prior to uh, uh, our Zoom interview here, uh, one of the staffers said, well, that, does that mean they're going to be building a zillion of those little houses? No, so the beauty of the action plan, and I probably should have said this even sooner, nothing about this is um, sort of around additional funding or about additional funding. That's not really the role of the Homeless Coordinating and Financing Council. We are much more about where funding currently exists and where there's already activity currently happening. How do we make sure we're doing that most effectively and in a most coordinated fashion? And so this is the first action plan the state has had. Um, around homelessness, which is an incredible feat. We're really, really excited about that. 
um, but really intentionally trying to say there's all of these different components of homelessness and all of these different agencies at the state level that need to be at the table to solve this problem. Um, and this being an effort to ensure we're doing that in a really mindful way. So this isn't about sort of building new things. It's, it's not, a, that's not sort of the role we're playing. It's more about how are we just making sure that all of this really incredible work that's happening at the state level is, is clearly aligned with sort of a broader vision and a broader goal around those five action areas. So you are going to be making the state much more efficient if we were to put it in a very short sentence. That is the hope. I think that there's, there's a, we've seen the value of coordination this year. Um, and I think that there's a lot of, of eagerness for that. And so we're, we're very much eager to do that. And you'll see, you know, for those of you that are more wonky and want to get into the weeds of the, <laughs> after the sort of executive summary, I know not many, um, but for those of you out there like me that are interested, there are uh, there the, the sort of, um, probably two thirds of the report is really intentionally laying out the different pieces of the puzzle we'll be following through on. And you can see sort of there's lead agencies and then a whole range of coordinated agencies that we're expecting to be a part of those different activities. So really being mindful about um, bringing to bear all of the, the good work the state is doing under a handful of, of these activities. Now, you, you have been involved in helping solve this problem for, as you said, a decade. What role, if any, does a business have to uh, help solve the problem? It's a really great question. Um, you know, we've been, we've been thinking really intentionally, and, and you see this in the report, that we're not saying the state government solved this alone. We're not even saying local providers are solving this alone. We really understand the value and are really grateful for a lot of the business partners that have stepped up and sort of put, put funding towards supporting, you know, permanent housing developments in their community around this, being mindful of sort of the impact that some of the, the business practices have had on, on housing costs and things like that. I think there's a lot of opportunity for partnership and being really mindful that this is a really large crisis that has been decades in the making. And it's gonna take all of us um, and all of our partners across the state to come together and, and really be, be mindful about moving the needle on this. So I think there's a, a huge role that business partners can play. And we're eager for that. You see that sort of in, in the action plan in a few places. So, somewhere in the action plan, I remember reading that uh, you estimate that California has one-fourth, one, uh, one-fourth of all the nation's homeless. How on earth is that? They didn't just, the, tilt, the continent didn't tilt and they all slid <laughs> into California. No, you know, and I, it's actually even worse than, than a quarter. It's a little over a quarter, unfortunately. And, and for, for reference, California represents somewhere between 12 and 13% of, of the, the nation's population. So we're really disproportionately holding a lot of the weight um, when it comes to, to homeless populations across the, the country. I mean, I think we are really mindful of our housing costs, right? And, and I think that we can tie this to a lot of different service needs, but at the end of the day, the housing costs in California are astronomical and they have really had an impact on people not being able to afford housing that a lot of the new homelessness we're seeing, a lot of people falling into homelessness for the first time are very much for economic reasons. And so we work very, very closely with our state partners and you'll see this in sort of some of the permanent housing pieces of the plan to really be mindful about how do we dig ourselves out of that hole. There's some really great work happening at the state level to try to, to move that needle, but it it's a long slog. It's been many, many years in the making. Um, and so I think you're seeing that in our homeless populations. Are other states doing anything like this? If so, which ones are they? And what are they doing? Yeah, so there's, there's you know, quite a few states that have sort of interagency councils, which is what, um, you know, our Homeless Coordinating Financing Council is. Um, and we've, we've been learning from a lot of them. You know, uh, our, our peers in Minnesota, I know it's California is a really unique 
uh, state, it's very hard to find sort of similarities, but I think that there where we see good work, we're really eager to learn from other states. Um, and so there are a handful of other states that have done these kinds of action plans. We've looked and talked to them as we were developing our action plan to learn from what the successes and, and failures or sort of lessons learned that they had from their prior reports. And so, yeah, there are, there are a handful of other states that um, have put out similar action plans and have been really successful. And so I think we will continue to, 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 to look to our peers and talk to our peer states about how to, how to continue this work. Uh, tell our audience again where they can get more information. Yeah, so it's on our website, um, and so I'm going to pull it up here real quickly to see if I can see that the link is quite long. I'm going to see if I can actually find the link itself. Um, but if you go, so we, um, the Homeless Coordinating and Financing Council sits under the Business Consumer Services and Housing Agency. And so the, the website is bcsh.ca.gov backslash hcfc, and it's the very first thing under what's new. <laughs> Uh, that won't be too hard. We'll, we'll uh, superimpose that on uh, the screen for the people who are watching. Uh, what would you like to add about this that we haven't talked about? No, I think just that this is, we really do see this as a full state uh, responsibility. And so we are really eager for partnership. We are really grateful to be at this stage um, in, in sort of our coordination efforts and that we believe that this is going to take everybody to help us get out of this. And so we are very um, very open to partnerships and collaboration and coordination and look forward to hearing folks if they have interest in, in helping us solve this. You've been watching the Biz News Podcast. We welcome your input. Send your email to editor at biznews.com. Thanks for watching.